0: That was pretty good It was probably like tearing up our, here, we here we go Here we go Here we go One more time Welcome back to Asinine Radio A weekly podcast where we talk about music And well that's pretty much it
1: So uh Let's go
2: is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different record from a different band or artist and we break down the record. We find out all the little secrets we can and we let everyone know what those secrets are because that's what we do on Asinine Radio. I don't know. My name is Tyler and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there is Jeff. Go to Apple Podcasts. Please go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there but only give us five stars because that's all we want. We want to be loved. We want to be liked because... We're idiots. I mean, we just we just, like, we just want, to, we want the love. We don't want the hate. <laughs> Fuck the hate. Well, and that's probably what we'll get from this episode. Who knows? Who yeah. fucking knows? Uh, while you're doing that and while you're listening, uh, you can follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. We have a phone number you can call. Leave us a, uh, a voicemail, a text message. Send, send us a text. Uh, the number is 503-893-5307. Also, if you're interested, we do have a Discord server. If you want to join that, hit us up. Let us know. We'll send you a link and get in on that and hang out with us. I don't know. So that's all I got for the boring intros. Uh, What are we doing today, Jeff? Go.
0: We are doing Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again.
1: Dreaming.
2: Britney Spears was born and raised in the state of Mississippi. She began her career at a very young age on the American TV show Star Search. She currently has nine full-length records, three EPs, three remix three remix records. This is a tough one. Eight compilations and has sold well over 100 million copies worldwide, making her one of the most successful artists of all time. But that one we're doing today is Oops, I Did It Again. It's her second record. It was released May sixteenth in the year two thousand. Uh, while not being her best-selling record, it has sold over twenty-four million copies worldwide, and that is why that is fucking insane. So, with that, uh, Jeff, what is your origin story with the Britney Spears? What do you got? I
0: was I was already into the uh, into the teen pop stuff at this point. This is this is several years after Backstreet Boys have already dropped their first album. I liked the Backstreet Boys damn near from day one, and I had to have parental um, what do you what do you, you call it?
2: To, you had to have parental supervision to buy that.
0: Yeah, I, I my dad had to make sure that the Backstreet Boys wasn't some hip hop like, which is so bizarre too. Because I listened to a lot of hip hop at that time too, and I went to a the school that was like highly Hispanic too, and I wore my socks pulled up and I dressed like everybody else. But the Backstreet Boys, nah, that's where that's, you drew the line. That's a no no. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was already well into the teen pop stuff. So when when Britney dropped, um, I was I was all for it. Of course I was. I, I love Baby One More Time. I thought it was a great, I thought it was a great album. I thought there were great songs. I liked the videos. I was caught up in it. When Oops! I came out. When Oops! came out, I when love Oops that. I when Oops! I came out, Justin Kruger style. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> that was a deep cut.
2: Oh, that is a very deep cut. Wow, only like five people would know about that
0: when when oops came out i i liked that also and i liked oops i did it again for many many years actually i liked oops i did it again until this week i don't know that's that's it i don't know when the first time i mean i do know when the when i actually heard britney spears for the first time but that's it that's all like okay
2: that. <laughs> okay my origin story i remember the exact place and moment that I first heard Britney Spears. It was at my friend Sean's house. It was myself, him, and our friend Alicia. And we were sitting in his dad's living room and we were watching MTV and this video came on. The first time I had ever seen or heard it. And, you know, when I was, what was this, 1999. So I was 12 years old. A 12-year-old boy seeing Britney Spears for the first time. I mean, you know. Oh, she's she barely was older than us. Yeah, she was barely older than us. She was a babe. And, you know, we were kids loved it and then just kind of followed her through the next couple albums even though at the time we i remember being like me and everybody else were like no we're, we're too cool for Britney Spears we're guys we like you know rock music we like this or that but secretly we all listened to this shit we all did we all watched the music videos no matter how much we said we hated it we we all watched her music videos no matter what that's just how it was no matter how much how punk we punk we got or metal we got we we all watched it so, um, yeah, that was the first time I had ever heard it. And then I remember going to the library, uh, the Yorba Linda public library when you, could, you remember, you used to be able to check out CDs yeah. for free. So I remember, I remember checking out the Britney Spears <laughs> CD and then I went home and I recorded the Britney Spears CD on a cassette tape. Cause this is before we were, this is like right before we were able to burn CDs or like a lot of people were able to do it. So I remember I I recorded the CD onto a cassette tape so I could listen to it. And yeah, that, that was that's my origin story with it. And then I kind of just kind of followed her through this record, her second record. Oops, I did it again. And then after that, I just kind of stopped caring, really. But I mean, I would kind of follow her singles. But outside of that, I just I didn't really care. And yeah, that's my origin story with Britney Spears. So let's mm. jump into Oops, I Did It Again. And, uh, what, what are our initial thoughts on it? And then, do we have any stinkers on it? First of all, <laughs> do we have any fucking stinkers? This guy,
0: <laughs> do we? So, so my initial thoughts on this—it was this—is so much worse than I th- remember it being, and it was a <laughs> lot worse than I thought it was going to be. This album is just not good. I I get that it's a, it's a Period piece of this era of of teen pop, but it is not. It is just not good, and and like my God, either Spice Girls did it better, BSP did it better, and Sync did it better. Fucking ninety degrees did it better. This album is not good.
2: I wouldn't say ninety eight degrees did it
0: better. Ninety eight degrees did it better. <laughs> <laughs> That's better, where baby. I mean. I
2: draw. I draw the line there.
0: Talk about Christmas albums, pop wise. Ooh, baby. I would ooh, say Christina baby. did it better. Like Christina whole, did it better. No, as a well, whole, her mm-hmm. album. Christine's a better singer. And that's another thing, too. Like, like, God, I have so many negative things to say about Britney Spears. is crazy. But I do have a lot of positive things to say, too. So, nothing about this album. But um, this, this is just not, this album's not good. It's just not good at all. And you talk about stinkers. I mean, I only have two bangers.
2: Well, let, let's go. Let's go, Let's run through your stinkers real quick. Because we're not going to be playing a lot of bangers, I'm sure. Uh,
0: so, are we going like stinkers from top to bottom?
2: Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it this way. Let's do our. Our best of the stinker down to the worst stinker.
0: Like no, the they're all stinkers.
2: Oh, okay, all right. Like the stinkiest of stink. <laughs> so, so, we'll start, we'll, so we'll start. So we'll start with a like like say say you have three stinkers. We'll start with a three stinker and then down to our one. I our okay,
0: you know, I, I I I get the ranking of stinkers. Okay, I, I, I have two, you, like three, four, five, six. I have six stinkers.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Fair. I have six stinkers, two bangers, and then everything else is just okay. And okay, it's like I mean, I was being generous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, I would I would think that Dear Diary, Dear Diary is the last song, It's the only song in the album that was written at least in part by Britney Spears. Oh my god, and I fucking hate it so much. I cannot stand this song. I hate how this vocal like builds up and leads to her just saying Dear Diary. I hate oh it god. so much. I cannot stand the song. It is the stinkiest of stinkers. <laughs> a fucking joke like i they, honestly like listening to this i'm like hey, like are you, are you purposely trying to waste my time what the fuck is this
2: <laughs> i don't know what it's oh, supposed le- to be and let me let me say this we're, we're going by the standard edition of this record so there's 12 songs and we're going by you know dear diary being the 12th song on this record yes so spotify has it listed a little bit differently but uh but yeah we are going by the standard edition of this and we're not going to be i mean i don't give a shit to talk about I don't care enough to talk about the the bonus songs, so we're not even going to touch upon those. How many? How okay? So how many bangers do you have? I have three bangers.
0: Okay, that's not bad. How many stinkers do you have?
2: I have three stinkers, like absolute through and through stinkers. Like, okay, dude, they're just fucking terrible. Well, let's let's
0: let's run through your three stinkers, and no particular if you don't want to, but let's is let's get through. Okay,
2: let's before we get to my stinkiest stinker, uh, we'll start with my my three stink my three stinks. Um that's when your eyes say it, the second to last oh, song. God, it's, a, dude. it's a slower jam. It has wait, wait, okay, so knowing how young she was, they throw this song on here. Which, you know, if you grew up in the nineties, even I guess nowadays, when you're growing up, you you tended you probably watched some sort of like old school porno. And that's what this music sounds like. It sounds like really kind of bad, funky Porn music from like the eighties. It's terrible. It's so fucking terrible, and it makes it even creepier knowing how young she was. And it kind of seems like I don't know. It just there's a lot of weird things with her music, especially the early stuff that is really creepy. And then putting this kind of music to her songs is even weirder. Um, it's terrible. It's a it's a nasty kind of it's a, it's a slow jam. I don't care for it. And yeah, that's my, that's my three stinks.
0: I had to listen to that song like four times because I couldn't stay focused. I could not just stay focused for fucking three minutes and just hammer out at least one or two lines. But yeah, yeah. Th- that's a stinker for sure for me. Yeah, it's, Easy. it's
2: terrible. It's terrible. So that's give good. me another stinker from you.
0: Well, that, that, that was one. I have way more, mm-hmm. I have like double the amount of
2: stinkers. That's true. So, so give me another stinker. Uh, so we kind of level it out.
0: Okay. Um. What you see is what you get is a stinker. Don't let me be the last to know is a stinker. I can't get no satisfaction is a stinker. Don't go knock on my door is a stinker. Okay. okay. What do you, 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 you want to go? <laughs> let's <laughs> get let's get into. I can't get no satisfaction
2: because yeah that's my that's my 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 two stinks because you know right what there.
0: really pisses me off too is when she did Britney she did the I love rock and roll cover uh, dude yeah that's that's one of her worst songs also and it's, and
2: I will. I will say this too. I don't think that's a very good song. Like just in general. I don't like that song at all. Whenever it comes on, I really want to change it. I don't think it's that great of a song.
0: I I like Joan Jett, like as a person, as a rocker, as just as a musician. And know what she represents. Yes. and and I I like that, but that song sucks. I think there's a place, there's a time and place for I Love Rock and Roll, but I think it's just been, it's been just, Cause it was like the mid fucking seventies dude. And like, she's coming out as like a as a punker in the mid seventies really. So that's, that's, there's something to be said for that. But God, that song has just been, uh, I don't know, raped by culture. It is so bad. I know. And it's not a bad song. Like it really, if if you, if you try to really just objectively look at it, it's not a bad song. It's really cool. But God, that I just, I like you, I cannot stand listening to that song.
2: I know. I, I'm so over like I can't even listen to it ironically. I it's it just it, it's I to me I just don't think it's a good song. I I know you don't agree with me with, with what you just said but fuck man I don't think it's a good one. It's, it's like, a cool, there's
0: a lot of cool nuance to the song. There's a lot of cool yeah. little guitar leads. The solo's pretty cool. There's a lot of cool parts to the song. It's just every fucking bar you go to somebody's gonna play it, and a bunch of just way too drunk people are gonna start it's singing too, it. it's, it's
2: just... too cheesy it's too cheesy anthemic for me I, I don't know uh, it's a bad anthem I don't know the only Not thing worse
0: me. is when fucking Britney sings it so
2: But but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the Rolling Stones. And then the
0: only thing worse than that one is when she does. I can't get no satisfaction. Like Jesus fucking Christ. Why do we need to slow it down and whisper if we're just going to pop it up in a race? Whatever feeling we were even trying to instill (laughs) to begin with.
2: I know. There's like no melody. Like there's no. There's not even like a melody to it. She didn't even try to use the melody from the original. But she didn't even add to it. She didn't create her kind of own melody to it. There's not. The song is nothing. It's fucking nothing.
0: I, I I like when covers don't sound anything like the originals. I mean, you try to, when, when artists do it their own way. But like you said, there's, okay, so you didn't copy them. You, you're not relying on the main riff that riches did. Yeah. That's great. I love it. So now what? Now where do we go? And then yeah. the whole, my God, <laughs> the whole part, like the whole and I try part has this really cool buildup and then just yeah. goes absolutely nowhere. It does yeah. nothing. It is fucking pathetic. And then she's like rapping the I can't get no satisfaction part. I <sighs> I just I can't stand it. I cannot stand this fucking song.
2: There are so many parts on this record that are just embarrassing. Straight up embarrassing. I don't it's I don't terrible.
0: I don't see how anybody could honestly like fight for this album being a good album. I I really don't.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it 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 does hold a lot of nostalgia for me it definitely does not just because you know watching the music music videos extensively on mtv but also because my sister really liked my sister's three years younger than me and she loved britney spears so you know she would listen to her records all the time so i was constantly hearing britney spears every which way so like i do have a ton of nostalgia with it just in my own house and with friends or tv or whatever you know it was always there she was always there, yeah. This this cover, this Rolling Stones cover, is trash, absolutely <laughs> trash. And wait, so so let, let's go back to to Dear Diary, the the closer of the record. Is that how is that not a stinker for you? Is this a banger for you? No, Dear Diary is is, is the stinkiest of stinks. Oh, okay. this is this is the God. worst. This is the worst, man. <laughs> this is this is just like the worst slow jam you could have done just terrible <laughs> terrible terrible key like 80s sound 80s or early 90s sounding keyboard some terrible chimes i mean this is just i mean musically it's it's a train wreck and then you get to the lyrics and the lyrics are beyond a train wreck this is like an asteroid hitting the fucking earth that's how terrible the lyrics are i mean they're just i mean i understand she was so young and she co-wrote this I mean, you could tell, I mean, this this could have been written by a 12-year-old. I know. Like it's, this, it, this, it's so this seems bad, like
0: dude. This seems like she just kept asking and asking and asking if she could write a song and like literally they just let her write like a verse and <laughs> then threw it at the end of the album <laughs> just to shut her the fuck up and it comes out like this and she's not 12. She's not a 10-year-old writing yeah. poetry in her first grade class. Like she's a damn near a grown-ass woman here. Silly. This is, is awful. This is awful. But then
2: kind of, kind of taking it, to another another viewpoint too is it's also kind of sad because kind of looking at her her life prior to this record she's been essentially groomed from the year from like since she was like six years old yeah when she was on star search like she's she's had she has not had a normal life since she was like six years old right without a doubt so it's sad it's 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 sad at this point where she's it's almost like she's been stunted her growth has been stunted and it yeah, was such that a very emotionally very emotionally
0: underdeveloped.
2: Emotion. Yeah. I mean we we have always kind of thrown that term around like jokingly with, you know, <laughs> the certain musicians who we really admire, but in this instance it's actually true. Like this is a very very clear example of that and it's it's very very sad. And it's so obvious and I remember back in the day when we were kids I I remember my mom and dad always saying like this is very weird. This is this is strange that she is so popular, and my parents never liked this, liked Britney Spears. They thought you know she has no talent. It's creepy. It's weird. We don't get it. Why is this happening? But when you're a kid, you don't you don't see the the dark underbelly of the music industry and the and the creepiness of it all. But you know we're in our 30s now, and going back to this, we really understand how fucked up life was
0: it's it's bizarre because I think like like in the beginning Britney Spears is clearly or was clearly just just somebody that was groomed someone that had no voice no opinions no thoughts for themselves and like from the age of like six or even below when voice lessons and dance lessons like she barely went to real school didn't really have any kind of real friends and You know, oops, I did it again and and baby one more time. These are very hyper sexualized songs Mm -hmm. that were written for, I mean, she was 18 for most of this, but we're not really developed fully at 18. And and she's not, she doesn't quite know what's going on at 18 years old. I mean, let's revert to Taylor Swift and her dating Jake Gyllenhaal at 19, Mm -hmm. I think it was, and how she's come out and now said how horrible that was. So we're not developed enough at 18, 19 to be making these long-term decisions about where we are going with our life. That being said, Britney Spears has become like this icon for, for kind of the freaks, the geeks and the, and the nerds for anybody that feels underappreciated or cast out of society. And I think it's because in the beginning where she was clearly like sexually exploited she embraced yeah, it. it she insane. finally embraced it, and and she said, "This is this is now who I am. I'm comfortable with myself." And I watched a lot of interviews this week that she did, where she got shit on. And mm-hmm. I didn't like, I didn't like search out these interviews where she got shit on. It just so happened. I was like, "Oh, Britney Spears interview, 1999. Britney Spears interview, 2003." And every fucking interview she did, no matter who it was, the only one person shit that that supported her and was had her back was Rosie O'Donnell. She did mm-hmm. like an interview with her and Rosie's like yeah fuck everybody else essentially like just do you do you but like every yeah. interview she did Brittany came on to talk about her new album came on to talk about whatever and it always reverted back to her sexuality and yeah, and it was always like what how do you feel like you're you're a role model for people and Brittany's Spears is like I, I don't want to be a role model I'm just out here doing my thing I want to just make money I want to dance I want to have a good time I want people I want I want to inspire people but I don't want to be a role model and and you know all the white old ladies are always just well, you're dressing provocatively. And then she was like, dude, I'm not their parents. Change the fucking channel then if you don't want to watch it. This mm-hmm. is what I do. This is who I am. I'm comfortable with it. And then she went on to say, like, why didn't like how come no one gave a shit when Madonna did it? Did it, did it? it. When, when Madonna did it, <laughs> when JLo was doing it, even when Christine Aguilera was posing naked for Rolling Stone. How come no one ever gave a yeah. shit about them? Why is Britney Spears always been at the butt of all fucking jokes? Why has she been shit on since like day 1? And this whole like this whole Britney Spears conspiracy thing and and everything revolving Britney Spears's life. I've I've never like jumped on board, but my god, dude, Britney Spears has been shit on for so fucking long and I don't understand why. She makes bad music for sure. But so yeah, does her, a yeah. lot of people make bad music. True. True. Like like the media singles out Britney Spears and like tries her hardest to ruin her life.
2: I think it's because so my my view on it the reason why she was so taken advantage of and she still is to this point like we were talking about she was emotionally underdeveloped like she never grew up so she has that that viewpoint that naive viewpoint and i feel like the people around her, her the record labels the managers Lou Pearlman you know they all took advantage of of that naive how do you say that naive naivete how do you said Naive, yeah they took advantage of that (laughs) with this yeah i feel like they took advantage of her knowing full well and they just ran with it they they i feel like it was them who sexualized her she didn't want it but she doesn't really i don't think she's never i don't think she's ever really understood what's actually going on and that goes along up until today I mean, she's literally been controlled her entire life, whether it be a, the record label, like I said, the record label, the managers, the conservatorship thing that's been going on for the last 12 years. She's had zero control, and I just don't think she she's able to really comprehend anything else. Anything more advanced, I don't think she can really understand, if that makes sense. I, 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 I'm, not I, knock, I'm not knocking her. I'm, I'm calling out. She's a product really, of her environment. It's not really is, her fault. Yeah it's i don't really think it is i think it's everybody who has taken advantage of her from the very beginning and exploited her, her including her parents everybody has exploited her and the difference between her and jennifer lopez and christina aguilera is that they had more sense or at least the people around them did and they felt either bad to exploit them or uh, who knows who knows what it is we don't know but Britney Spears has really gotten the shit end of the well, in a way she's got the shit end of the stick, even though she's sold way more than both of those artists together. But, you know, from a personal standpoint, she's got the shit end of the stick. She's she's been taken advantage of in the worst ways. And it's terrible. It really is sad. It's very, very sad.
0: And that's what it like like that's what it seems like is Britney Spears has always been treated as an object rather than a person. And even even like, like JT, Justin Timberlake, anybody from the Mickey Mouse Club era have since been treated as a person in some respect, but Britney Spears, even to this day, does not get treated as a person. True, I, yeah. I, I, it is really, really sad. And it's, it's bizarre because she's always so fucking nice in every single interview that I watched this week. Every single interview, she was always super, super nice. And even when people were comp- like, cause all these interviews, they would show video clips of parents that are outraged at Britney Spears wearing. X, Y, and Z sexy outfit And Mm -hmm. they're just shitting on her Like, oh, Britney Spears is a slut And she's a whore And she shouldn't be doing this We should kill her And like in front of like They were showing this to Britney And she's just like Oh, wow, that's really mean Like, that's not very nice I'm just Like, you don't have to watch it If you don't want to watch it Like, she's very down to earth In that aspect And very Just, that's real Like, if I'm not I'm not your fucking parent If you don't want your kids to watch it Then change the channel
2: Yeah, but it's Yeah, I mean there I mean I I agree with you there are some I've watched some interviews with her over the years and recently too, and this week I don't even think it it's like her just being so nice I think it's just her I just don't mentally I just don't think she really understands what's going on at certain times and I feel like I just think she's just been taken advantage of so horribly and I don't think she is she has the I'm not. A, I'm not a fucking doctor, but I don't think she has the mental capacity to really understand what's going on. It just I really seems don't like think she, she has does.
0: so much compassion constantly, and she's always looking out for, like you said, like the the outcasts of society, the people that feel they don't belong. Because I feel like yeah. Brittany, at her core, doesn't belong. She's not. She's not like a real person. She's just. This, I don't think
2: this f- fabricated pop star. She, she's a product that like one like she is a product because she has no say on in anything in her life all of her songs that ha- all of her songs have been written for her everything has been done for her or not for her but in her name and she's she's reaped very little of the benefits which i mean i wanted to talk about eventually but maybe we should kind of get back to the record i don't know I mean, <laughs> before record, we jump into more like yeah, this record's the great record.
0: so we can yeah let's get back to it i guess <laughs> All right. So, so, Dear Diary, Stinky Stinks. That's yeah, good. I'm glad, stinks. I'm glad that wasn't your biggest banger.
2: Dear Diary is my stinkiest of stinks. Dear Diary. And, <laughs> man, I haven't heard that one in a long time. It's good. Damn. And then did we talk? We talked about When Your Eyes Say It, right? Yeah, we did talk about that one. So those are my three big stinkers. Most of everything else is pretty meh to me, and then my three bangers. And uh, let's go through some of your stinkers. I, I, wait, did we go through all your stinkers? We did not. I have a lot of stinkers. Okay. Let's, let's run through them. Let's run through them. Okay. Well, from the top, in,
0: I guess in no particular order, Go. Uh, don't go knocking on my door.
2: Okay. Yeah. I remember you saying that.
0: Don't go knocking on my door. I mean, do you want to like get into it a little bit? Do you want to move on?
2: Do you want to... Uh, Let's move on for right now.
0: Well, I, well, if I move on, I delete my notes. Should I not delete my notes?
2: No, don't delete your note for that one yet. Oh, God.
0: Is that one of your bangers? Why are you the way that just, you are? Just just don't delete the notes yet. Uh, Okay. Don't go knocking on my door as a stinker. Don't let me be the last knocking on your door. Wow, these are very similar kind of sound I know titles. a lot of. Holy shit. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I just like realized that I, I thought it was reading the wrong ones. So I kind of made a joke out of it, but then it's wow, these are very similar and really stupid. Both of those are dumb. Actually,
2: wait, three, wait, four, wait, wait, five,
0: what? and six. That's four stinkers in a row.
2: Damn! So don't let me be the last no to know as a stinker for you. Yeah. Okay. I, Dude, so right I, off,
0: w- right off the bat, there's no way I wasn't gonna rate this a stinker. <laughs> there's <just> no <laughs> fucking way.
2: Well, so okay, it is. It it's not a stinker for me, but it's not a banger for me. This one is not a banger. But I do. Why wanna, it, it shouldn't be a banger for no, you. No, I agree. I I agree. It's not a banger, but I do. It's it is a song I want to talk about because you know it's it's a very it's it's a departure from what she had done she's ever done from her first record to this record it's more of an acoustic kind of very soft it's it's a love song that's what it is and what i didn't know until today was that the song was actually written by shania twain and her husband robert lang yeah this this is the one i never knew that this is the one i i couldn't believe that dude no other than that um yeah the song sucks and the video. This was her la- the last video she made for the record. The guy is clearly much older than she is, and I yeah, didn't even finish the video. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's weird. Fucking and weird. I don't like a it. lot of a lot of slow motion shots of the same shots, of like yeah. him surfing, like just weird, weird. It's a stupid video. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, and think, uh, real quick too. Speaking of songwriters, uh, uh one thing at what. <laughs> What I never knew until this week and I was so surprised by was the song Baby One More Time from her first record, obviously. That song, that song was <laughs> <laughs> terrible. That song well, it's, yeah, it's kind of terrible. But the song was originally written for TLC, but TLC turned the song down because it, they felt it didn't fit their image or their style. So the songwriters brought it to the producers of Brit for whoever was producing that record. I don't even, so many people were producing it, but it was brought to her and suggested that she recorded it and she put her own uh, style to it and that's what blew up. But I never knew it was originally a TLC song. Don't forget,
0: don't forget, I didn't know that until this week either, but don't forget also that the Backstreet Boys passed and another Um, pop sensation, Five. Remember the group Five? Yeah. They passed yeah. also. Baby went the lights Let's go out. Go out. Dude, banger of a song.
2: <laughs> that is a really good song. <laughs> you know, oh, it's so weird you bring them up because they um they popped up on TikTok. I was on TikTok earlier this week. I guess TikTok's been following my what I've been searching for. And one of their videos popped up and, and I was like, What the fuck happened to this group? And I looked them up and they they were only around for what maybe five years, six years maybe. But they sold like over 25 million copies. God damn of their record! I never knew that. Like I thought they were like the bootleg of the bootleg and sync, or Backstreet Boys, but they were huge, absolutely huge in Europe and especially the UK. And yeah, they sold they sold a lot of fucking records. Had no idea because they had that that was the only hit they had here in the states. But outside that's, of the states, they were humongous. They're huge.
0: Yeah, that's like. That's a lot of fucking records for a band that I mean, I had that album. I bought that album. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> whatever I whatever album that was, but I remember like the cover and everything. I I bought that album.
2: Damn, you're a full-fledged boy band Dude,
0: this yeah, Five came out before Britney Spears did.
2: Did they Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. They, did. yeah,
0: they did, yeah. They're at least a year or two before Britney Spears, but yeah, I was I was really I don't know how the fuck I got into pop or the the pop realm of this cuz nobody I knew listened to like pop music.
2: It had I was, to have been MTV. Or I like was the Radio oldest Disney of my
0: siblings. I fucking hated Disney at this point. I used to beg my dad to buy us HBO because I fucking hated Disney.
2: <laughs> but secretly, I, you loved it.
0: No, I didn't. I never watched like all of the shows that were on at this time. Besides, like even Stevens, I watched a little bit, but I really didn't watch any like the Disney shows.
2: Okay, all right.
0: I was I was Nickelodeon through and through.
2: Okay, yeah, Nickelodeon never really showed music stuff. Disney Channel did, but. But Nickelodeon didn't at the time. I really so did it must like have been just like stuff on MTV. Yeah, that's crazy that you, you actually had a five CD. That, I did, that's crazy yeah. To me. I
0: fucking I I remember too, like the five. But when Insane came out with their first album, I remember. I don't know if I told this story before, but I remember going on vacation with my mom, my stepdad, and we were in the oh, hotel yeah. room. I like this one. And I had my earphones on. <laughs> and i was listening to nsync and i was like singing along to it i was getting into it because i don't give a fuck dude nsync was good and i I, at some point the song was over i took my (laughs) headphones off and i realized that i had been singing very loud and my stepdad was just like looked at me like with, with a very i'm going to smile but i think this kid is a fucking insane psychopath and then just said that was pretty good that was pretty good
2: that was pretty good.
0: It was oh probably like tearing God. up our, here we, go, here, we here we go, here we go, here we go, one more time.
2: Oh, it's so embarrassing. That I wasn't even so embarrassed, so
0: I do not care, it was a good fucking album. I'd buy that shit on vinyl, it's a good fucking, dude, God must have spent a no, little more time, i drive, I drive myself crazy, a little slower well, jam, but then tearing up my heart, here we go, yeah. I want you back?
2: I would I would get the first two NSYNC records on vinyl,
0: for but sure. And I want you,
2: and that... <laughs>
0: oh my god it's really good Come it's on.
2: really good yeah i know i know see like why did britney
0: why see? her first couple of them suck but god dude bsb killer five their first album was great in sync killer spice girls too those oh, first dude. two records
2: are, are solid yeah spice girls solid are fantastic oh boy uh let's see here other other stinkers I will say what
0: that else? that and don't let me be the last to know there is like i I think like there's there's they're almost trying to go into this softer like Japanese esque styled instrument instrumental thing has a okay. kind of like sort of like, like string arrangement but it's like on the synth but like there's something about it that kind of reminds me of of like a twangy like something from from Japan I play a lot of I played a lot of uh uh Goes to Tsushima, so I know a lot about um, Japanese music. Apparently, clearly, yeah. yeah. But that's that's what it reminded me of. I, I I did like that, and really, I didn't I didn't hate this song. It was just her vocals. I could not fucking stand them.
2: Don't. I, I can't even. It, yeah,
0: this is it, not even do it.
2: Yeah.
0: So yeah, that was a stinker. Uh, what you see is what you get. Stinker.
2: That is a stinker for you. Okay that that's a that's a uh, song for me.
0: these choruses are just ridiculous this chorus really reminds me of Oops I Did It Again it's just a shitty copy of it
2: See, okay, so this is what I had on on Musically I felt like this song is like a hybrid the melody is a hybrid of Baby One More Time and Oops like it's both of those songs mixed together with a little bit more R&B thrown in there for flavor but otherwise it's those two melodies and songs together in one
0: yeah no that's there we go it's Ugh, it's shit. God. It is shit, shit, shit. And there's a skit and at the end of it, and it's so fucking stupid. It's
2: all it's all so bad. And lyric, I mean, we haven't even really touched upon the lyrics because they're dumb. But the lyrics are just so elementary. They're so fourteen-year-old girl, which you know that was the demographic. That's what they were shooting for. That's who they were going for. It's all about I love this this boy that I saw love at first sight. I the will do title, anything for him
0: The title of this song sums up the lyrics on this entire album What you see is what you get That is yeah. it There is nothing deeper Yeah At exactly. all
2: <laughs> I think the the deepest song on this record would be Lucky Lyrically Lucky That is the deepest song lyrically on this entire record And even then It's very, very basic But we'll get into that a little bit later Because that's obviously not a um, a stinker for you so I, I, I take didn't it back. Say I that. actually have I, like Lucky's a stinker for you.
0: Yeah, I didn't say Lucky wasn't a stinker. <sighs> oh, no, nah, it's God. not a stinker. He's my one B. <laughs> 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 I love Lucky. It's good oh, stuff.
2: It's good stuff. Right, so are we just going like one by one, or are we at this point? What are we doing here?
0: What do we can bounce around? I mean, okay, let, let,
2: let's, let's keep stop ba- talking ba- about let's,
0: stinker. Let's, let's say something nice. Let's say
2: something nice. <sighs> but nice things are so difficult with this.
0: Nice guy finished last.
2: Besides like the big bangers, we only have three other or four other songs we haven't talked about. So let's just run through those, and then right. we'll right. we'll kind of round it out with the big the big pop stuff. <sighs> Fuck it, let's just go through one. One kiss from you. Obviously, that's not a a banger for you, right?
0: No, this is not a banger. I I only have two bangers. Lucky is one of them. This is not oh the God. other one. One kiss from <laughs> oh <God>. you. <laughs> <laughs> One kiss from you is okay though i just i I just think like her, dude, her low, lower vocals at this point are just they're so dumb they're just so stupid. Yeah. This is just this fake sounding funk song.
2: It's not terrible it's just really dumb It's very mid tempo uh but it still has that that bubblegum pop style to it, and it doesn't it's not exciting like it's I don't know why you would throw that kind of sound onto a a, a mid tempo song like this you got to make it fun. There's no other way to make a song like that good unless it's faster and more upbeat, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, don't care. But lyrically on this one, I thought it was a little bit creepy. This is kind of one of the, the creepy songs, not nearly as creepy as the stuff on the first record, but still a little bit. And talking about how she's in love with an older guy and she will do any for, anything for him as long as he like acknowledges her. And it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's Just it was a little weird for me but i I also understand you know girls younger girls they always look up to older people whether that be in a friendship or a romantic way i mean we've seen i mean we've always seen that and we see that with movies like you know girl when we were growing up it was like girls were looking up to who was popular when we were young actors guys Mm. like brad Pitt. oh let's say brad fpj Freddie prince jr yeah yeah Freddie prince jr um Well, I don't even know what other studs there were. He was, he was, that was another one. Yeah, so these like teenage girls always look up to guys like that in in popular. I don't know Hollywood.
0: Did FPJ sideburns at the time though? Ooh, baby boy, (laughs) baby boy, (laughs) hearts be melting.
2: Oh my god, Josh Hartnett. I think he was another one, right?
0: Josh Hartnett was 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 cool. I think he, when did Pearl Harbor come out? Cause I felt like that was, like, it was like what really 2000? catapulted him.
2: Yeah. Maybe 2001. I don't know. Okay. Beckinsale wasn't movie. that too, but anyway. Yeah. One kiss from you. I don't really, it's not, it's for me. Yeah. It's a stupid song. Uh, Where are you now? That song. Slower, kind of a ballad kind of jam. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you kind of picked up on it, but the melody at points reminded me a lot of the song heaven. Remember the song heaven? DJ Sammy, not DJ and Sammy.
0: Baby, know
2: what I want. That song, yes, that song, yes, that song. Oh, that song's a banger. That song is so good. But there are par there are parts in the in the melody of this song that are identical to that. And that was the first thing I picked up on. Yeah,
0: I did not hear that. No, yeah. I thought I, I I just wrote like another slow jam, cool. And then I wrote, oh, cool, a guitar solo. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that that was it. I'm done with this song.
2: <laughs> Fuck this song. Don't the only other thing i put was yeah it's a slower jammy song slower ballad jam i'm sorry uh and it has those what was so typical of 90s music were those really cheesy chimes and like bell instruments like bell percussion instruments oh, i hated it so much and then just like a very boring acoustic guitar trash just hated it yeah it was terrible and then can't make you love me that's uh, it's just not a good one. What do you got on this one, really? Quick? This this is another oops. I did it again. The
0: ending to the chorus on this is the exact same as I'm not that innocent, and most of the chorus is exact same. But like for sure, the ending to this is in the same key, beat, tempo, everything is. I'm not when she said I'm not that innocent. Same fucking thing in this song, dude. This like if you if you're gonna make an album, make a bunch of different <laughs> songs. Don't like disguise Don't four or five of the same it. fucking songs. Pisses
2: me off. So you you picked up on oops, I did it again. I got a combination of the song "Crazy" from the first record, and then "Lucky," like an like say like an upbeat version of "Lucky" with a little bit of "Crazy" thrown in there. That's what I got here on this song. So no matter what,
0: we both felt like they are like you said regurgitating things themselves,
2: regurgitating stuff off this record and their and her first record. It's it's not good, not very good, not terrible but it's listenable but it's not anything it's listenable one time it. yes but it's not <laughs> yeah. a stinker no so that leaves four songs left to talk about
0: i cannot believe don't go let's do don't go knocking on my door
2: yeah so that's the like only, i said
0: that's the only uh wild card here you have three you have three bangers you
2: said actually then, i was wrong i was wrong i, d- I had four bangers I oh um, my. how miscounted. is
0: don't go knocking on your door a stink or not a stinker
2: so don't go knock on my door is my 4b that's
0: what is going on? Did you fall I down? I feel like
2: outside. <laughs> Did I fall down? Uh, my ears have not been run over by a truck. This is this is the only song on the record that I feel like could have been a follow-up to Oops, I Did It Again. It still has that, that poppiness of, of oops, but it has its own identity, and that's kind of why I listed it as a banger. I don't think it's that great of a song, but it stands out from everything else on the record in a good way it doesn't really it doesn't to me it doesn't rip off any other song on it but it it's just a good pop song i really think it's a good pop song i mean we don't have to play it obviously because i know you i would i would
0: like i would love if we never talked about this again but we're doing it now apparently
2: so what did you hate so much about it
0: so I, I start I started my notes off with one posse. I said I dig the unconventional type of pacing of the song. Mhm. But I don't like the song. And like literally I have nothing else positive to say about the song. I think the synth stuff is super irritating. The the acoustic guitar is ridiculous. It's ridiculous and it sounds like shit. And there's mm-hmm. not even a melody to this song. It's catchy cuz of its pacing. It's it's the irritating. Dun,
2: dun, 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 dun.
0: It's but annoying. That's, that's
2: kind of that's kind of like a small little scale. It it's a little catchy. Come on. It is not catchy. It's catchy just because you want to just.
0: No, this song is stupid. I fucking hate it.
2: On my door. Come on. No,
0: It's catchy because it was it's pacing. And that's it. It's and that. Then,
2: it's that. It's that scale. It's that scale that is catchy right there.
0: No. You know it is. No, don't. No. I, I, I know. This? I know. I know what you done? think it is. I know what you think it is. But, but when you, you know think know it's wrong. Catchy. You're just, Your being, opinion you're just is wrong. being a fussy boy. No, I'm you're not being a fussy boy. I'm being a. You are being a fussy. Objectively correct boy. And well, then like the outro, bro. The outro. Horrible, horrible transition. I don't know what the fuck she thought like why they thought this stuff would be cool, especially <laughs> transitioning into I can't get no satisfaction. I just I can't I can't even do it. I if did it was hard for me. I listened to this this song once. Every once. other song I listened to at least two times, this song I listened to once. Couldn't stand really? it. Really? Couldn't That's
2: stand insane. it. That's crazy. Okay. We we don't have to talk about this song in, anymore.
0: I mean, I like shitting right. all over it. It's it's it right? It's a, it's a breakup song, and it's not about falling back into the relationship. Don't go yeah. knocking on my door. Don't come coming
2: back to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how she's finally over him and I'm, she's as, moved as, on. As a, she's independent. As a
0: nineteen-year-old, I finally got over my ex. That's like, a fucking nineteen. Moving year Moving on. Out of here.
2: Okay. okay, Brittany. When you literally have no control <laughs> over your own career, you can move on from something. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Brittany poor girl okay poor poor girl
0: all right and then oh i just deleted all that so the last one
2: so okay real quick on our on our secret notes that we each have for ourselves we have our secret notes that we write everything down that we can't see instead of deleting well you can't see my secret notes that's what i'm saying
0: oh you didn't say that but that's what i
2: i thought you would understand what i was saying but clearly you didn't Mm -mm. So what I do instead of deleting the notes, I just highlight everything we've already talked about and I just put it in red. So I know we've already talked about it. So if I ever need to go back to it, I can go back to it. I never delete it. I just highlight it in red. That's a cool story. I think you should start doing that, too, because there have been almost every episode. You say, I already deleted it. I forgot what I said. I forgot what we were talking about. (laughs) Just fucking highlight it in red. You know we've talked about it. Just come on, man. It, 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 it's it it's an actually easy solution. is. It is really
0: easy solution. to do it on the computer because I can, with the mouse, I can highlight it and just click the fucking text exactly. color to be red. So it is really easy. Yes. Starting now, I will seconds. do it. Because only have, there's only three songs left. One, two, three songs. Because left.
2: this is this is like every this has been every episode. It's since not we started every the
0: episode, dude. It's like once a week, maybe <laughs> at most.
2: Once a week with our <laughs> one episode a week. Yes. <laughs> Idiot. Well, let's
0: get into let's get into um
2: let's get into oops I did it again
0: because that is not a banger for me,
2: is it really really it is not no it, Holy it it's shit. fucking
0: lucky it wasn't a stinker I'll tell you that much, lucky's mm-hmm. wait
2: oh, never mind really I can't believe this is not a banger for you yeah oops I did It again we haven't talked about it I,
0: uh, yeah we, we opened it up with it and then we're gonna we're gonna get into it now just let's just dude right off the bat her little moans annoying there is this like super subtle bass slap. It's kind of a bass line, and there's mm. parts of it that like it could be really rad, but it's a pop song, so let's just not have a cool bass line. Other than that, this song is dumb. Her voice is annoying. She has a strong vocal fry. It's all oh, over yeah, this song, and it's fucking irritating. The interlude is so dumb. It is so bad. This song did not hold up well. Strictly for nostalgic purposes, I could see why this could be a banger. But this song is not a good song.
2: Okay. That's fair. That is very fair. I agree with you. The interlude is one of the worst things I've heard. And, I mean, hip-hop has a lot of absolutely terrible interludes and skits and shit, but this oh, is, like, yeah. the worst. This is, like, the worst of the worst. It's terrible. It doesn't make any sense. There's no reason for it. I agree with you. That at the, also, at the beginning where the where she's kind of, like, whine like the baby whines, it's just Ugh. fucking weird, dude. It's just weird it's not cute. It's, it's even at the time, you know, when we were still young and we were teenagers, like it was still weird then. It was never, I don't know. It was just never, it never felt right. And, uh, but outside of that, I think the song is still a banger. Uh, It's just that, that pre-chorus leading into the chorus. It's such a great rise into it. I think arguably it's one of the great, greatest pop songs ever written. Dude, just what are you taught? Why would you say stupid things? Why do stupid things come out of your mouth? <laughs> but it's
0: true though. More often than not stupid things.
2: How okay, you cannot tell me that this is not a catchy song, right? Like a good catchy song. It is. Like you're trying you're trying like you're trying to be like me but not as cool. Like you're trying to be so different. Try to say you know I I just because it's popular you know I don't like it. This dude that. like literally
0: I could just like rattle off like probably ten pop songs that are better than this one. This is just it's, you're, that's mm.
2: <laughs> but it's still a top pop song. There might be ten better ones, but it's still a top. Pop I think
0: song. I think if we're if we're if we're doing pop music as like a genre or pop music in its truest form as just pop culture, then yeah, this could be a top pop song because it was wildly popular. I don't think it was influential, but it was popular what? and, and uh, come on, that's silly boy talk. But uh, yeah, maybe, I guess. I don't know. This
2: and Baby One More Time were like the most influential pop songs of this generation.
0: What are you talking about? BSB, sync, five, like Christina Aguilera. Everybody did it before, her, years before. Her. What do you, what do you, are you high?
2: Out of the the four big ones, the four biggies. You know, Backstreet Boys, and Sync, Britney Big, Big and Christina, Oops was within the top five, or 10, if not five. Like, uh, you can't deny that. It is.
0: Maybe of just this teen pop era.
2: Well, yeah, I, well no, what I just said, out of those four, out of the, the top four right but there.
0: But no, she was not the most influential out of, out of, the, out of those
2: ones. No, I but think. I'm saying this song, this particular song no, is, is, no. is top 10, if not top five.
0: Uh,
2: of pop songs of all time out no out of dude you i'm on my third time saying this but you the first out, thing you said you said this four. is one of the
0: greatest pop songs of all
2: time it is one of the greatest pop songs of all time but definitely within within the top four like i said the two boy bands and the two main girls this is top five if not or top 10 if not top five.
0: Oh, okay I'll i'll give you top 10
2: jesus christ
0: well, because you started off saying this is one of the greatest pop songs of all time, which is stupid, and that's the dumb thing you said, but
2: that's fine. But it is definitely up there, for sure. Come
0: on. Backstreet Boys alone have fucking 10 songs that are better than this one. Mbop by Hansen's better than this one.
2: Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Mbop is better than this. Good Lord. Oh, loads. Oh, man. And uh, let's talk about the video real quick. Oh, because God, the video... Dude. You, you, even this, you cannot deny that video is iconic.
0: It's iconic, yes, because we've seen it a billion times. Because the, the fucking everybody involved with it has shoved it down our goddamn throats for the past thirty years.
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I do remember when this when this came out on TRL. It was number one for weeks and weeks, and I know I was fucking irritated. I was so pissed. Oh my god! I've watched this video so many and TRL doesn't play they never played the entire music video
0: I know it's annoying
2: but you know it just even when it wasn't on TRL it would be on you know at seven o'clock I think it was like the seven to nine p.m. time when they would show like only music videos before they would show like the late night stuff and then you know if you'd wake up at like they would stop showing music videos at like eight o'clock a.m. so like anytime before eight o'clock you could watch all the music videos and it was Britney Spears was always on this fucking video was always on and dude, it was it was just all over the place. All over the place. You could not get away from it. It was so bad it's such a bad video too. Looking back at it, the story kinda goes tries to go along with the video. Or the the story of the video kinda tries to go along with the story of the song. And it just it's stupid and it it's uncomfortable at parts. Ugh, dude, it's terrible. It's it's so terrible. It
0: is. It's fucking stupid. And this is like this is at a point where we're already used to stupid Britney Spears music videos, and yeah. this still takes the cake, because Lucky is <sighs> yeah. also a very stupid music video, it is. but at least there was a little bit of substance there. A little bit.
2: And I did I did kind of realize something this week. Britney is, has always been, it's always been said that she's such a great dancer, but I really don't think she is. She's not at all, actually. You watch any of her choreography, I mean, I'm not a dancer at all, like, not at all. That is true. But watching her choreography in these music videos, it's not that Im- not that <laughs> <I know. It's> <laughs> 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 Right when I said it, I knew it, it's not that impressive. She it really um,
0: isn't. It really. She isn't. She moves
2: her arms a lot. You know, I I move my arms a lot too while I'm podcasting. Um, it's true. And she whips her hair a lot. She whips her hair around a lot. But that's about it. Like she doesn't really do anything that fancy. I feel like her backup dancers would do way more than she does. But so, yet she's so she's so popular for her dancing. I don't get it. I just I, don't
0: I get do it. I, I do enjoy dancing. I like dancing. I'm not really I don't think like I'm good at it. I don't know any kind of the nuance of dancing.
2: You but do dance a lot.
0: <laughs> I love dancing. It's it's amazing. I love dancing, I love singing. But yeah, when I watch true. Britney Spears, I see a woman who thinks about what she's going to do next every second of every moment and that's what it looks like it looks like she's always thinking about okay after i do the pop i gotta like lock it yeah i like it almost kind of seems like robotic it seems it seems uh like she's going in steps rather than just letting it flow like chris brown douchebag but holy fuck that guy can dance he is a really good dancer one of the best of all time, wow. Justin Timberlake. Gee, Chris Brown's a phenomenal dancer. Don't even. I'm not even yeah, he's, go he's there. He's very good. I wouldn't say one the of the best of all, time, of all time. No, I didn't say the best. It's one of the best. Chris Brown's top ten dancers of all time for sure. Hmm. Justin Timberlake, not one of the best, but he has a good flow to him. He has a good kind of like fluidity where it just kind of like goes out from him. It's an extension of his, of his personality, mm-hmm. and I think. Maybe I just I just stumbled upon this right now and I just said it. I think Britney Spears dancing is much like her personality. It's very formulaic. It's very step by step. It's very, okay. I know I just did this. What am I supposed to do next? What what do I do next to make people like me? And that's
2: yeah, I know.
0: Because I, I agree. I, I watched a lot of VMAs and I watched a lot of footage of her dancing and I just I was like, dude, this is it. This is what people were stoked about. This is not that yeah, great.
2: I, I I I'm with you 100. percent And that I don't know I don't know if you kind of watch any of her recent videos on Instagram. I mean, she's just like freestyle dancing, which, you know, whatever. I mean, it's dancing. I don't really give a shit too much, but to be be considered like one of the great dancers in pop music, watching her kind of freestyle dance in these Instagram videos, I mean, literally all she is doing is twirling in circles, like (laughs) a lot, like spinning in circles a lot, and then whipping her hair down and back up. That's that's all those videos are, and I mean I mean who the fuck am I in the end? but I mean to be so congratulated for her dancing, I just don't see it at all and also she's been so controlled in her life in her music it goes it's the same in in her dance routines and her choreography too. She doesn't come up with any of that stuff. It's other people that come up with it and tell her what to do, and then tell her backup dancers to do better to make up for what she's lacking in. Yeah. She's really not good in anything. There's I mean, way she's not too much money in
0: involved anything. for, for Britney Spears to be doing mm. anything.
2: Oh, and speaking of money, that that's another thing I wanted to touch upon in this episode. Yeah, Should we talk yeah, about it now?
0: There, yeah. There, there's way too much money involved for other people in Britney Spears for yes. her to, for her to uh, be making her own decisions.
2: Yes. So I, I was, I didn't, I mean I know obviously she is wildly popular and she's been awarded so many things throughout the years and I for what it's worth from what I read she she has she's worth like 60 million dollars or something like that which doesn't which is not a lot in itself but for someone 50, like her for someone like her it's not a lot and from what I was reading 57 million of the 60 are tied up in investments and real estate and she only actually has three million dollars in actual cash right and looking at her career not only okay so she's she's sold over 100 million records that's just record sales that's not singles tours which she sold merch. yeah the tours i mean some tours she was walking away with over 500 or almost a billion dollars in just one or two tours that's insanity, and then on top of that, you gotta throw in her perfume lines she's I think she's put out five or six perfume lines lingerie and lingerie and perfume especially that is a lot of money right That's big fucking money right there, and every perfume line she's put out has sold out, and she's put out several different lines of it. And yet she's worth so little. How does this make any fucking sense? I understand that her productions are very big, like her touring production is very big and all that. And she obviously hires a lot of songwriters. Like for example, this particular record, she had 16 different songwriters, including herself. So 15 outside of her to write this particular record. But then when you look at a record like, um, what was it, Blackout? Maybe it was Blackout or Femme Fatale. I think it was Femme Fatale actually. Yes, it was that one. She had 28 different songwriters on that record and not one of them was her.
0: <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> obviously there's a lot of money going into, yeah. into her name, but she's not seen really any of it. And it's sad. It's really fucking sad.
0: I, I And I think that's, logical standpoint. that's why she's so popular. That's why she has such like longevity is because, again, like, who hasn't been had by the music industry Who hasn't been had by their manager By their fucking parents By their dad Who hasn't been had by so many people and I think that's what people latch on to Is the fact that Britney Spears is, is so iconic But doesn't really have a whole lot to show for it Except just I don't know A, a horrible set of marriages uh, yeah. Multiple stints in rehab A lot of, a lot of crotch shots and, and a shaved head And that's, that's like literally what we've reduced Britney Spears down to is a teen sex icon
2: and those, and, and this whole conservatorship thing, which is a whole nother subject within itself. And I mean, people are put into a conservatorship for a reason. Yeah. There can be corruption in it, but considering her, her past behaviors and all of her stints in rehab, not just rehabs, but also psych facilities, it's not, I mean, my experience in the medical field, which isn't super extensive, but the little bit I've seen with conservators and conservatorships, having seen her or hearing that she's in one, it it doesn't really surprise me because I met a lot of people in conservatorships by the state and they seem completely normal. But, you know, the the moment they don't take their medication for two days, they're off the rails. And I have family who who are that way as well. If it weren't for their their husband, they would be they would be in a psych facility if they didn't take their medications. Like they're under people are under conservatorship for a reason. Right. Most people. Most people are. Obviously right. there is there ex- are other it people. It exists for a
0: good reason. Exactly. Whether or not it's always executed for a good reason is a different story. Exactly. But it exists for a good reason. And the Britney Spears reason, we don't know. We, we only see what TMZ is reporting to us, right? All and T M Z not gonna report her her beautiful family dinner she has. No, they're going to report that the worst of the worst. So we've only seen the yeah. worst of the worst. And to be fair, like, my God, this girl has just been shit on. And I still don't fucking baffles, boggles my mind. She's been shit on her entire career. And if that's mm-hmm. all that has happened to her is just kind of like her couple mental breakdowns. And she shaved her head and like, that's it? Like, come on. Like, we go through worse and we're not in the spot like 24-7 the way she is.
2: Yeah, that's not true. bad.
0: It really is not bad.
2: It's true. But then uh, some other stuff I was reading, you know, she's it's it it actually is very sad. But I I was reading where I guess when that that free Britney movement started, what was it like two years ago, three years ago? I guess it
0: it got like grassroots like five, six years ago. But it got hold like two years ago when she kind of finally came out and endorsed it.
2: Yeah. So when that started, I was reading that she was like reading comments and she was reading what people were actually saying about it. And she had like a mental breakdown and had to be admitted to a hospital, like a psych hospital, because she couldn't handle all the things that were being said about her, whether or not they were true or not. But even it's something like that, if that was affecting her to that extent, I mean, I would, I would think there's something more at play than just she's being controlled. Like, if she can't handle something like that, it's psychologically, maybe it's not, she's not all there.
0: It's, but it's, it's hard. It's hard because, like, literally, we will never know what it's like to have millions of people shit on us every true. single day for 30 years. Like, Very this true. is something we will never know about. And so it's, it's like, like this, I don't know, man. Like, when, when people speculate. And, you know, Dr. Phil gets involved and people like him start speculating. It's like, dude, you don't even fucking know. Like, none of us yeah. know. We have no idea what it's like. We can only speculate at best. Why yeah. are we taking your opinion for gospel? Like, why should she be admitted? Like, she, who is she supposed to talk to? Much, and, like when, much like when veterans come home from war and they're trying to deal with their PTSD and they mm-hmm. go to therapy and they're talking to people that have never been to war. And yeah. they sit there and they think like, why the fuck am I talking to you? Cause you have no idea what it's like. Cause you never were there and mm-hmm. they can say, I know what it's like, but it's kind of in the, the same vein. If you don't know, if you can't like directly relate to it, all you can really do is listen. You can't, you can't reciprocate feelings. You can't reciprocate thoughts. That's all you can true. do is just sit there and listen. That's true. That's so I feel true. bad for Brittany, but like who the fuck can listen to Brittany? She's
2: huge. I know. I know. Bigger than Jesus. I know. And what's, what's bothersome to me about it all is that these people that, that say she's being, being, you know, the conservatorship was so bad for her. They don't, they don't know everything about her. They think they know everything about her because of what they see in the media, but they don't know actually what she's been diagnosed with. They don't know what kind of medication she's on. They don't know her medical, her actual medical history. And for people to say that she's being controlled or being whatever by people, that's not, I don't think that that's just as wrong as accusing her father of controlling her. When and he might be in the wrong, I don't know. I mean, we're not in, we don't know the, the specifics of that. And then reading more about the conservatorship too, you know, when, when all this grassroots shit started, Brittany said that, okay, take my father off of the conservatorship, but have the conservatorship transferred to an accounting firm. To control yeah. her 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 assets and everything like that and her money, which goes to show right there she's still, it's clearly not in her right. She she can't she doesn't have the mental capacity to control it herself. And then it wasn't until like you know, the social media like really kind of came up again and said like free Britney, free Britney. And then the judge just this last November, said okay she's out of the conservatorship, completely out of the conservatorship. Well. Just because you know less than a million people said "Free Britney," how how are they qualified at all to say that this one particular person, who they don't know any of the metal history of her, can say you know where what she can and can't do? Like, I
0: know it's crazy dude, talk. It's
2: insane to me. It's insane to me that these a million these one million less than one million people have this much control over you know the justice system in a conservatorship. Or it's a good like marketing play and to, to get Britney back in the... Uh... To me, this kind of reads as a publicity stunt by the record label. I feel like the record label, knowing she hasn't put a record out in four or five years now, she hasn't had the residency since the pandemic started. She, they canceled the, the residency before the pandemic started. She hasn't really brought any sort of money to it. What better way to publicize her without making her come out with, with music than making up this conservatorship thing like like the the abuse within the conservatorship like what it's it's all so suspicious to me like considering no, how much has already been taken advantage of by the record labels why why would we think that the record labels wouldn't go stoop this low to to make up stories to make up something like this
0: they have more money than ever
2: exactly they're, yeah, they're only and- gonna get more money in the end
0: Imagine it's if Britney's next album comes out next year and it's, it's titled Free. Like that would just that would that it would, would be fun that, or something would along give, those lines. That would give credence to everything that we just said. Yeah.
2: And and you know, I was I was looking at at her history in the in the music industry as well. I mean, looking at how much how many awards she's won outside of Grammys. I mean, it's it's just astronomical. Yeah. But she's only ever been under one record label. You look at it, any other artist in any genre, pop, rock, hip-hop, they always switch. Like They always switch up because they want more creative freedom, whatever. She was under Jive Records until, was it 2008 or 2009, when RCA absorbed uh, Jive Records. So she's essentially been under the same record label from the very beginning of her career, and that's very rare for any artist, no matter what genre. And... (laughs) God, she, she was
0: there longer than like the CEOs of Jive Records. Yes, good I know. lord,
2: it, it's it's unbelievable how just how much of a product she is. Like she's not even at this point. Britney Spears is not even a person. The name is the product, and that goes to show with every single record she's ever put out because every single record has all different songwriters and producers, and she has very little to do with it. I. It's just it's. I was my. I mean, I've always been critical of Britney Spears because of that, but it wasn't until this week and I was when I was kind of really digging into it and realizing like how much worse it was than I initially thought.
0: She's too far. She's she's too far in, and and she may not even like realize what's happening because she's just been uh, like super soldiered at this point to become yeah. this this pop icon, and and even like the word pop icon. And using it with Britney Spears, I don't like it because I don't think she's a pop icon, because it's fake. I think every, I think the reason she's a pop icon is because we're told she's a pop icon for so many years. She's not a pop icon. She's not a great singer, and and she's not a great dancer. She doesn't write any of her own songs. At best, she's just really, really nice. And so to call her like a pop icon in the same you know breath as as. Like Madonna or Michael Jackson, or even like newer people like Katy Perry, like there's, mm-hmm. Britney Spears doesn't doesn't. Uh, God, it sounds so mean, but she's a nobody. I she's know. a fucking nobody compared to these ones, and the fact I that know. she's a pop icon is because there's been a lot of money in campaigns to let us know that she's a pop icon.
2: Yeah, it's almost like you can almost compare it to you can almost compare it to like a political party. You know, so no matter how bad a certain politician is, if there's enough money thrown at a particular politician, the media can be swayed to show that politician in a positive light. Yeah, I mean, we see it every election cycle, every fucking election cycle, we see the same shit over and over again, and and it bleeds into into the media as well, into music and movies. She's not a pop icon. She's not. She's not. All right. So should we, should we play another song? we only have two more we have stronger and lucky yes we do so stronger we'll just, is my one b okay stronger
0: is your one b and lucky is your one b right and lucky is my one b stronger is my two b
2: okay do you want to play do you want to play stronger first sure and then wrap it up okay so let's play a little bit of stronger and then we'll get into the music and and lyrics and all that so here it is from britney spears You go stronger from Britney Spears did you by any chance hear like Backstreet Boys Dude, replace on that one
0: replace Britney's <laughs> voice with anyone from NSYNC or Backstreet Boys easy we're done <laughs> fine love it <laughs>
2: what I was what I was gonna say is the first couple lines of the chorus is the exact same melody mel- melody The The same exact melody as the beginning of Larger Than Life from Backstreet Boys. So if anybody wants to go back and listen to the the first couple lines of each of those songs, it's absolutely identical. But after that point, I feel like the chorus gets so strong and it is so good. It is so catchy. It's the best song in this entire record. Hands down. Hmm. Hands fucking down. Well, it's the second song. Second best song. Terrible video though too, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. It is another very, very bad video.
2: That CGI is so awful.
0: It did not hold up well.
2: <laughs> no, not at all. At all, not <laughs> at all. And then she's dancing with the chair, that aluminum chair. Like, yeah, I, I
0: I forgot all about like the whole Britney Spears and the chair thing until this week too.
2: Yeah, I, I I totally did too. And I that was a
0: good five year run she had with the chair. Like she loved bringing the chair out.
2: And it's not even good dance. Like we were talking about, it's it's not good dancing. She's not a good dancer.
0: I will say though, like some of the live stuff that she did with the chair and she's like stepping on the back of the chair and stuff. It was it was cool because I'd never seen anything with a chair like that. But eh, not, <laughs> yeah, st- still st- still not that great. It was you know it wore off pretty quick.
2: Ah, oh, do you, so. What, what else do you have musically on this one?
0: Uh, the chorus is strong, stronger, stronger even. I mean, yeah, um, than yesterday. But but the verses kind of have their own personality. And I dig. Mm -hmm. That's what I like. I like a strong chorus because that's what you need to really like dig in the hooks of your hook. Mm -hmm. But the verses don't need to necessarily be catchy, but they need to have kind of like either their own personality in that they need to to upsell the chorus or they need to be so vastly different that the chorus is a relief. And this Mm -hmm. kind of like does a little bit of both. And I like it. And the ending to the bridge part has that sort of speed metal type of ambient sound that swells in that that little okay. noise, yeah, dude. Yeah. And and just being, I listen to like four different speed metal bands, and I hear it all the fucking time, <laughs> all the fucking time. And
2: Sonata Arctica, Arctica, and who else? Arctica.
0: Actually, a lot of the cool solos on uh, Sonata Arctica were the uh, keyboardist. Really. Yeah,
2: I didn't know that. I know, I know. Hmm. That's one band I don't I don't know why you like them.
0: Oh God, it's so good. It Winter no hearts. Sense. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and like the last, the last, I don't know, the last blast of the song is just real cool. The last, it's it just ends in a really really cool that that's stronger to end it. Yeah. Very, it's very strong. And like it, this is this is a song where you want to. Very self-explanatory here, right? She's getting older and becoming a stronger woman, and you want to yeah. think that, wow, Brandy's really coming out and and being stronger. She's really telling us that she's that she's evolving as a musician, as a human, as a person. This is so cool. Like I I, I like it, but it's yeah. not her song. So it's not. No. It's uh. It, it kind of not it, her song. It, it, it kind of diminishes like the the value of it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was it was her her longtime writer Max Martin who, fuck man, we haven't even, we haven't even touched upon him. But the dude is is I I think from what I was reading, he is the second most successful songwriter of all time, only being only second to Paul McCartney as a songwriter. God damn. Yeah, that's what I was reading. That's how many singles and albums he has sold as a songwriter that he matches up with Paul McCartney. Like Paul McCartney barely beats him in that race, but he could be easily very soon be the most successful songwriter of all time.
0: Yeah. He's part of like the, the, the Swedish like powerhouse of, of songwriters that worked really hard to make Britney Spears a corporation.
2: Yeah. And he still works with her. Like he's worked with her from the very first album until now. That's pretty remarkable. And also kind of sad. <laughs> She has had zero say in her entire life. Anyway, it It is really sad. sad I
0: I, I, I honestly like this whole week has been been disappointment after sadness, and then turned into like, oh, this is a really good, cool fucking club album, but still kind of sad.
2: But then it goes to show too, is it because of these songwriters that pop music has gone the way it has? Like, are these the people that are responsible for the trajectory of pop music? I mean. Yeah,
0: you could say that. That realistically, does 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 music follow current events, or does like the world follow music? And there's there's a there's an argument to be had for both of them. But like a lot of the good psychedelic sounds in the '60s came about from just an overall protest of war and and government. So mm-hmm. it's it's something to be said. And pop music, I mean the nineties didn't invent pop music and the '2000s no. certainly didn't invent pop music, but I don't know if this did. <laughs> I have a lot of negative things, a lot of mean things to say too, but I won't say them because <laughs> they're pretty mean, but uh, I don't know. I hope not, but I guess I don't know. these you guys shouldn't of, be shaping our future.
2: I agree. And, and when you think of like the way songwriters were in the fifties and sixties, like they defined a very specific era of, pop music or R and B music, you know, they, it was a very condensed amount of time, but somebody like Max Martin, you know, he's been in it since the nineties and up until now. And if you look at the way Britney's music has progressed from 1999 until now, he's, I feel like Max Martin might be the person that has really, he's the one who has changed how pop music has evolved in the last 22 years. Well, I mean, and I don't think that's an outrageous claim. If I we're really if, don't think if it we're
0: is. just talking about like his report card cuz he wasn't just he didn't just write for Britney Spears, right? He no, also no. wrote and The Backstreet so Boys and NSYNC's arguably they both of their biggest songs. Like I want it yes. that way and it's gonna wow. be me. And it's gonna be me is is for sure like NSYNC's biggest song.
2: Oh yeah, totally. Totally.
0: So like one guy is, is writing like some of the biggest pop hits of all time. Whether well, or not they're the best, but some of the biggest pop hits of all time.
2: That's and to kind of, and to kind of jump on on the big pop artists when you kind of look a little bit further into his career, you you kind of started to see a transition in 2008 through 2010 into more of like a singer songwriter kind of style with Katy Perry and stuff like that, and he wrote uh, "Kissed a Girl," "Teenage Dream," "Last Friday Night," like the big huge Katy Perry songs and then you look a few years later he co-wrote um the the Taylor Swift songs you know uh what were the, the ones shake off it of, off shake it off yeah, shake it space. off which is like uh, that is, a very is so blow, good exactly but and if you kind of look at like the way pop music has progressed through those years they've kind of gone with how Taylor Swift or Katy Perry have gone like there, there have been there have been shifts in pop music, and I feel like he is the main person behind all of that, because working with the biggest artists of the time, Katy Perry was enormous in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and two thousand eleven, and then Taylor Swift was always big when she started, but she didn't really take off until the early to mid twenty tens. It's these
0: it's these Swedes, it's dude. These, these Swedes and these crazy. fucking the Swedish factory. These other guy are- they girl, I don't know what it is because it's just a name, Rami Yacoub. Yacoub, yeah. That person has written a ton of songs for a ton of musicians. Also, I know. So whatever, whatever the fuck, whatever office all these songwriters work at in Sweden, it's just it's pumping out. <laughs> it's essentially dictating like the entirety of America's pop culture.
2: I mean, the music industry is such a bubble in itself. But when you look at the actual songwriters and producers within that, it's even smaller, and how much, how much they influence everything more so than the actual artists themselves, or like the the popular that's, artists themselves. That's if that's, that makes sense. I don't. Know.
0: It's very interesting to think that Americans, as a whole, as a general generalization, we are very uh, like America is better than everybody else type of mindset, and yeah. to think yeah. that. That the entirety of pop music is being driven by a Swedish factory of songwriters is really funny. I love it. It's like, I do too. It's, I love it it's too. It's like the uh, most irony thing that America could ever be involved in.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right. And it's something that, that we're, we're going to eventually do on the podcast, which I'm really going to push for eventually, is doing a K-pop record. And more specifically, BTS, because they are arguably the biggest K-pop, they are the biggest K-pop group of all time. And I've read a, a tiny bit about that, that industry, and that industry is, is crazy how much they've taken from America and the record labels in America, and they've really just kind of perfected what... The 90s were trying to do And just taking it to the next level And that's why BTS is so popular And K-pop is so popular Because they perfected all of that stuff
0: Ooh, If they perfected the 90s era of pop music Then I'm very interested Because there's so, a lot of good things about this album That we're doing But there's more bad things
2: So I, I listened to a couple of BTS songs And I, I understand why they're popular I can totally understand why they're as popular as they are Because some Ooh. of the, their songs are they're good, they're good pop songs, they really are, and then kind of reading, uh, the little, like I said, the little bit I've read into K-pop, they, they just, they're kind of geniuses, really, they are, like this, there's this whole, like, I don't even want to call record label, but this whole company, this production company in Korea, in South Korea, that, that's all they do, all they do is, is make these groups, and these boy bands, and girl bands, like they're, like Lou Pearlman was doing in the 90s, Exact they were they're they're essentially doing what Lou Perlman was doing in the nineties, but taking it just amplifying it times a million. That's what these th- this company is doing in South Korea. And it's just blowing up the world.
0: Well, <laughs> that's what this company fucking did in Sweden and help Yeah, you know, help Lou Perlman and help these big pop names in the nineties and two thousands.
2: It's fucking nuts, man.
0: I cannot so, dude, I honestly I, I cannot believe how many of these songwriters were from Sweden. Like that's that's what really It's pretty
2: wild, right? and and every time Brittany goes she travels she literally goes to Sweden and does this shit in in Sweden and records most of the records over there and then brings it back here which is whatever you know it, it bands have always done that. They've, they've gone to gone to Switzerland they've gone to England especially England or France or whatever and just recorded records there but i don't know man this 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 duo they've done so much or this this group in Sweden have done so much with pop music it's insane Afternoon. It's
0: just, it's just like, when did that, when did this transition happen? Because like Carole King is, is, is an older songwriter who wrote songs for a lot of different singers and, and, and musicians, mm-hmm. but like the whole, uh, she worked at the Brill building in New York and that was in Manhattan. And that wasn't, that wasn't like a, essentially a building that just pumped out a lot of like music starting from like the big band era and wrote music like all the way through like the seventies and i just like when the fuck did that happen where we we outsourced music like, why who did this why did this happen
2: maybe it was just laziness on the americans part because there there's
0: no shortage of musicians over here
2: true true we're
0: just a bigger country we have a more people there's no shortage and i just that would be like an interesting thing to dive into also is when did like the outsourcing of songwriting happen Maybe I don't but know. But
2: hasn't but hasn't the outsourcing of anything been cheaper? You know, I mean, when you look at manu, like taking it down to the very basic level, you know, manu and outsourcing manufacturing has always been cheaper. Maybe it's the same in, the same thing with you know songwriting and and this kind of stuff. I, I don't know. I, it's an interesting topic.
0: Because like the so, so like the Brill Building that was that was a a, a, a factory of musicians. I mean, we're talking. They they employed you know twenty different guitarists. They had fifteen different drummers. All studio guys, including Carol King. And yeah. if anybody who was anybody that wanted to write a song or write an album or whatever, and and you were signed to whatever Brill Building was was networking with at the time, you had a slew of like a hundred musicians at your disposal to help you write songs, to help you write music, to do whatever you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, but it closed. And so, yeah. like,
2: why? I don't know, but like, why? Why? Who knows? I mean, I, I who, who fucking knows?
0: It's so weird. It's so interesting.
2: Yeah the the music industry is it's a really fascinating thing, and, and like I was saying earlier, it's it's so it's such a bubble, and it's so small. It's not nearly as big as most people think it is. And like we, we kind of we do it as a joke, you know, at the beginning of every rankings episode, but we we do our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. Because, you know, Tom DeLong can be traced back to anybody, you know, it's not that big of an industry. Yeah. Especially like, or at least in the pop sense, you know, anything popular is, it's not a big industry at all. And the same thing goes for Hollywood. Hollywood's not big. It's no. really not. The it same people are in bubble.
0: the same movies and it's the same fucking people. And, and it yeah. goes,
2: and it, and it goes into politics as well you know there yeah. are not that many politicians That's even it's,
0: that's even worse. Yeah.
2: But we're but we're led to believe that you know it's so many people believe in one thing but it's really not it's just a small fraction of the actual society but we're just manipulated into thinking one thing and that's how the music and movie industry is as well. So let's get into your 1B. Lucky, lucky,
0: she's so lucky. She's a star. She's a star. Dude, this, the, okay, so like the pre-chorus on this one, what what, what B is this for you? <laughs> I know I'm, this, w- I'm getting ahead of myself. I got to <laughs> backtrack. What B is this for you? And that's this is my uh, three B. This is my three B. Oh, I oops, I did it again. Your second B. That's so annoying. Yeah. I don't like any of that at all. That's fine. I don't
2: think I don't think Lucky is that great of a song. I think it's just a bad song that is just so memorable. It's a it's a memorably bad song.
0: I like. I like how this song swings. It has a good swing to it. It's easy listening. It's just it's like big band Lawrence Welk shit, but pop. And that yeah, pre-chorus, okay, okay. when 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 they go, isn't she lovely this Hollywood girl? The way she sings that. It's just this oh,
2: molly, it's oh my girl. god, it's so
0: that is my so favorite part of this band. album. It's my will favorite part you, of this me. entire album. I love it so goddamn much. <laughs> but I will say that the chorus the chorus is okay. The chorus is fine, but that's my, all you're gonna sing, though. My no, my money's in the verse. The knock, what, knock, knock part? on the door. Like the and verses. Then do you hear the actual knocks. Yes.
2: Oh, dude, I hate it so much. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, my my money's on the verses. My money is on the pre-chorus. The chorus itself is uh, it's 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 iconic. It's catchy, but that's uh, that's not my favorite part.
2: Okay, so let, let's play a little bit of "Lucky" and then we'll talk about the lyrics and the music video as well. So here it is from the Britney Spears.
1: This is a story about a girl named Lucky. Early morning, she wakes up.
2: From the Britney is I
0: will say that listening to it now in mono or, or how it's coming through on the speakers, yeah. God, dude, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> Holy shit! I don't. Even, I, I can't put this. I can't. I can't. I don't think I've ever done this before, but I I can't in good conscience put this as my one B. There's just no way.
2: Oh, really?
0: I can't. That was a Wait, were you
2: actually able to hear it? Yeah. I did. I only, I, I only. You can I know. Hear
0: it. I only heard her vocals. That was it. Really, no they were music. isolated. It was annoying. It was no shit. It was bad. She is annoying. <laughs> but I, but I, so given that, I, I will still say that the 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 pre-chorus isn't she lovely? This Hollywood girl. God damn, I love that so much.
2: Yeah, that this chorus, this song that chorus is the best part for
0: sure. This song would have been a good like like dashboard confessional song. This is a good. Uh. Nuanced song just on an acoustic guitar, because Dashboard's pop music essentially.
2: Well, yeah, and, done and in a this, very whiny way.
0: This is this this should have just been like an acoustic guitar song. It's, there's way too much going on. But fuck me, dude, her voice is so annoying in the verse. I literally just said how much I like the verse. I don't like the verse at all now. <laughs> Hate it. Can't listen to I, it. Unlistenable.
2: I agree with you. That pre-chorus is is the best part of the song. That that lead up into it is is really, it's really fantastic. I really think it's killer. And why does she um, feel
0: the need to like when when when? Then why do these tears come at night? Why does she feel the need to do like the the high pitched but like whisper sing? It just sounds yeah, like shit. That's
2: true. And then if, she kind of like you, brings it down low at the very end. Why do these tears come at night? No, like she like brings the. But if she you can't hit the, the high the, notes,
0: then don't pretend yeah. to hit the high notes. What you're doing is pretending. When you, when you when you when you, when you yeah, do yeah. a high pitched like whisper, you're pretending. This coming Choose from
2: me. you know two guys who literally know nothing about vocal I, we know training everything
0: or. about <laughs> vocal training.
2: Yes, or vocal. I mean vocal vocals vocal training. I don't know whatever you. want I know called.
0: everything about vocal training. Like literally everything.
2: Yeah, you, you are a teacher of the Vox. Let's just yes, say that. I wrote the book. You did read it. It is mm-hmm. a very short book. It's very short. It's a it. very
0: short book. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. So what do you got lyrically on this one?
0: It's funny because if you go to like the Genius page, everyone's like, this song is about Brit. This song is about Britney. This is a Britney song. It's like, Br- dude, she, like it was never like deeper than that. Yes, I get it. Like they're trying to pretend like Britney Spears has like a deeper part of her. There's something yeah. deep inside of her that's a little bit sad, and I get it. I like it. I like the idea of that. But she didn't write the song.
2: No. So uh, she has nothing to do with this song.
0: This is awkward. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things, you know. Like, like I want to do. I like, help me help you. Help <laughs> me help you. I want to believe. I'm like fucking Molder out here in the Britney Spears Spears Spears, Spears, Spears. realm. I'm like, I'm like fucking Fox Mulder. I want to believe, I want to believe there's something deeper to you.
2: Yes, correct. And with this lyrically on this song, this could have been the deepest, most heartfelt song because it is about, I mean, obviously it's not written by her, but I feel like what's trying to be conveyed is that. You know, no matter how much fame and money and and you know spotlight she has, she she could still be depressed. She could still be sad. Like she could still feel lonely because everything is so. What am I trying to say? Um, Melancholy
0: overall. She's yeah she yeah it's it's a very sad has, she's song. A, she's a person, kind of. Yeah,
2: but then once you read, you know, she literally had nothing to do with the song except that she was thrown into a vocal booth and said, "Sing these lyrics. How read I want these you to words. sing them." Sing these words how I want you to sing them. That's what this song is. So uh, uh, I don't it,
0: know. it it is really it it's it's really hard to get behind and like I really really want to support this because like you said, Lucky could be it could have been the deepest song she's ever done. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's just presented in such a goofy way, and I think vocally now even more so after hearing the mono version. God, she's <laughs> bad. She does like this. I don't even I know how to describe what she does, but it's like a nasally thing. She's like in the, in the, in the verses, like <laughs> that's the way she sounds to me. It's annoying. <laughs> Shut up. Oh man.
2: Yeah. So we have to play the mono version on here because you know, our connection doesn't, doesn't do well with stereo. So I have to change Spotify, everything to mono, but it's funny that you only heard the vocal track of that. Uh, through Discord, it was, Discord it was we, fucking bad. Yeah, because we 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 the way we we do this on the pod, we talk to each other through Discord, and the music never usually comes through to Jeff. But that's funny. That's so funny. Yeah,
0: like even our even our own like bumper music that we created doesn't come through on Discord, <laughs> but Britney Spears vocal track, isolated vocal track, did.
2: That's so bizarre. And
0: it was not good. Oh boy!
2: And So let, let's talk about the video real quick, and then let's finish this up because we've literally covered like everything about this. right. Damn. Yeah,
0: right. I mean, talk about like hypersexualized here. Like literally, let's just paint clothes on Britney Spears and put it put her in a video.
2: Yes, yeah, seriously. Like, come on, come on. Guys. I know, I know. Everything about this this video is so cheesy, and it just seems like very poor production. <laughs> Like <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> the costumes just seem so cheap. It just seems very okay. I just realized this. This seems very high school. Very a very high school production. Yeah, high of school play or something. A high school play, exactly. Yeah, like <laughs> all of her costumes. You know, it, when she's wearing like that pink like frilly dress up on the star, and she's throwing the glitter out. It's so oh, oh my god, dude! This is this is high school theater to a T. But maybe that was intentional. I don't know,
0: because they are marketing to us as high schoolers.
2: could have been. Could dude, have been. big,
0: big, big music is like big tobacco. like they get to you young and they, 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 they breed you, like like you're for lifer now. Yeah, like they're, they're the fucking same. I wouldn't be fucking surprised if, if like some of the CEOs were the same of big tobacco and, and big tobacco. pop music. That's how Kramer says it, big tobacco. Does he really? Yeah, he says,, yeah, I got a case against the tobacco company.
2: What? I
3: As if there's just I'm,
0: one. This is this is when he uh, he was smoking a lot of uh, cigarettes and his his face got all dis- disformed. Is that later
2: like, in the series? It's probably like season seven. See if it's okay, seven. yeah, Because yeah. this is my second watch through, and I'm on season five right now. Four, uh, yeah. four or five.
0: Yeah, he's, he's smoking a lot of like cigarettes because he has like a, a a club where he invites his friends over and they smoke inside his apartment. And he comes into Jerry's apartment and he looks like shit. And Jerry's like, dude, you look like an old catcher's mitt. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. It's so funny. And they put all this makeup on 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 Michael Richards so he looks like shit. Oh, and then the... <laughs> And at the very end of Seinfeld, dude, they have like a, like a 30 minute special of just like all the bloopers. Oh my God, dude, the bloopers of Seinfeld are so fucking funny too.
2: I've that never part, seen a bloopers from that show. You've never seen
0: any bloopers from Seinfeld? No. Oh my never. God. Oh my God. Tyler, Rebecca Ann said, you're missing out. I'm telling you, <laughs> you are missing out. Oh my God. Let's, let's come on. Let's, let's wrap it up here. What are we talking yeah. about? Is so that where we're where d- were do we, we have at?
2: anything else on Unlucky? Music no. video wise? music? Yeah. I'm, what about her personal life? I mean, or like not a personal life, but, you know, kind of what it's, her relation to the music industry. Do we got anything else on that?
0: I just, like, overall, I guess, I'll, I guess it'll be part of my record wrap-up, but...
2: Okay. All
0: right. Overall, I think, I think Britney Spears' nine albums, half of them are listenable. Half of them are pretty trash. Out of those half that are listenable, I think half of those are actually really, really good. But I think that's just because of its time, that era of, of my life, it was just very fun. And we had a lot of fun listening to that style of club music, even though we didn't go clubbing. We listened to the music and we had a good time with it. Overall, I do feel bad for Britney. I do think she's been shit on like since fucking day one. Even like Chris Rock called her out and that the, uh, the one of the VMA like 99 or 2000 or 2001 or something. And he was like, oh. Here to here to lip sync the next song. Here's Britney Spears. Like, why the fuck would you say that? It's just such a disrespectful (laughs) fucking thing. Like, there's no reason for it. Chris Rock, who, like, literally is non-existent now, so who cares? But I I understand like like Britney's appeal to again like the outcasts because she is an outcast herself. Even though she's arguably like the biggest pop star of all time, she is up there. Not the most influential, because I don't think she is, but she's like mm-hmm. one of the biggest, if not the fucking biggest. But she appeals to a lot of like the outcasts. So there's a lot of great things about Britney, and she's just never like lost her her sense of like innocence, because she's always been really nice. And every interview that I watched this week, she was always just really fucking nice. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I really like, I I honestly, I really like Britney Spears. I do. As a person, I really like her. I wish her the best, you know. We we used to hang out a lot. We don't hang out that much anymore. Yeah, so, which is unfortunate. I, yeah, I, I do. I wish her the best. semi regards. And um, this album sucks. This album is just fucking trash. It's not good at all. I uh, I give this a one. This album is a one. A one really? through through and through. You should you should for sure listen to this one time. But don't expect it. Subsequent listens, if anything, you'll playlist like one maybe two of these songs. This album is not good. It is a fucking timepiece of bad pop music from this era okay. because because there was good pop music from this era and we did oh we true, did true. don't forget we did like big willie style and will smith did good pop music from this era
2: what well, we did in sync as well we did no strings attached oh my god Great good pop, pop music
0: maker. from this era yeah britney spears is just not good pop music from this era
2: so you gave this a 1.5 out of three if you don't know we have a three point rated system where three is a perfect album Two is a good album I you're going to continue to listen to. One is a bad album, but you should give it a shot. And zero is just a trash fire. So give it a one point five. I, I, I definitely that. did not
0: give it a fucking one point. That means you're going to give it like a one point seven five because you're trying to like up mine to make your obnoxiously high rating <laughs> seem more tolerable. Because it's uh, gonna be, oh god, this is so uh, stupid. No, you, a I know. Two. I know,
2: I know you gave it a one. I know you gave it a one. I know you did. Uh so yeah my, my final thoughts i don't think this is a very good record and it is very much of its time and i i pretty much agree with almost everything that you that you have said that there are better things that have come out of this era and it's it, it is very sad how clearly she was taken advantage of and how she was manipulated within the media and just how unfairly she was treated and and she really i think she is just very naive i feel like she is in what, i guess arrested development she is she's never progressed past a certain age or maturity she's she just she's too innocent for her own good and it is extremely sad how she's been taken advantage of by well, almost everybody she's almost not everybody. that innocent <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 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 It's so dumb. It's so stupid. How come that has never
0: been like a part of, maybe it has. How come that has never been part of like a, a SNL skit where someone's found guilty and, or someone's found innocent? Well, I'm not that innocent.
2: Well, I'm sure it has. I mean, come on. It's a very dumb joke, so I'm sure it's been done.
0: No, I I, I just invented it right now. Yeah,
2: you, yeah. the genius that is that is Jeff. Correct. You know, has I wrote, I wrote the book that. on jokes. You did. Yeah, absolutely. So with with every with you know what I've said and what we've talked about the last hour and a half almost two hours now I think no about an hour and a half, Um, I'm gonna have to give this record a one point two five.
0: Oh wow! One
2: point two five. I don't think it's really. Wow! It's not a very good record.
0: (laughs) It is not a good record at all. It's not
2: a very good record. No, like I said, four bangers. That's it. That's it. That's all. Oh, there's
0: so two point five bangers. Lucky's yeah like he's dropping quick for me
2: that model <laughs> was, was not That's good. pretty in, that's pretty insane that it is dropped that quickly i almost Honestly, cut I'm you impressed. off i
0: really did i almost cut you off
2: <laughs> you've only done that once on the podcast where you said nope we're not listening to that nope. <laughs> <laughs> and what was that what song was that i don't remember oh, but I, I do remember
0: it? doing it i remember saying no i no, we're not I can't it was like nope, it was like maybe it.
2: 15 20 seconds into you're like no turn it off Turn it off. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, I don't remember what it was. It was so funny, though. Oh, that's the only time you've ever done that. But anyway, yeah. So you give this a 1. I give this a 1.25. Yeah, it's it's very... It kind of it really represents that, that time period, but it's not very good. And I don't know. I got nothing else to say on this one that we haven't already said and other people haven't already said. And... You. No. It's tra- it's not tragic, but it's just sad. Her career and life, in a way. Yeah. But uh yeah, you got anything else to say?
0: I don't, that's it.
2: Okay, well, thank you all for listening to the podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts, Rate Review, and subscribe to us on their Follow on social media at SNI Radio. Thank you all for listening, and that's it. That's all. Give okay, it.
0: Congress to stop being so short-sighted Yes (laughs) She said she was not joking my ass She said said, this is only my third album Stay with Mm -hmm. it, it gets better That's what she said That's what she said That's what she said (laughs) Michael Scott over here (laughs) (laughs) Yes (laughs) When Oops I Came Out When Oops Came Out I love that When Oops I Came Out I'm Justin Krueger style. <laughs> oh, no, That's a deep cut.
2: Oh, that is a very deep cut. Wow, only like five people would know about that.
0: That was pretty good. It was probably oh, like tearing God. up our here we, here, we here we go. Here we go. Here we go. One more time. Did FPJ sideburns at the time though? Ooh, Baby boy. <laughs> Baby boy. <laughs> Hearts be melting. I'm like fucking molder out here. In the Britney Spears 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 realm, Spears. <laughs> I'm like I'm like fucking Fox Mulder.